Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We are Paris, Alana, and Rusty. Friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. I'm Rusty, and we're here with Alana today, and we get to tackle a super fun topic per your request, and today we are chatting all things how to talk about sex with your friends. So whether you are a husband or a wife, it's always really nice to have somebody you can feel comfortable sitting down and opening up to um, maybe need to check in with them. Maybe they're newlyweds and you've got a few years under your belt of marriage, or if it slipped, maybe you're new to the wedded bliss game and you need somebody to tell you, uh, is this right? I am so lost in this area or whatever way, but it's really beautiful to be able to connect with some trusted friends and also goes hand in hand with kind of erasing that stigma of shame mm-hmm. that can be so heavy on us regarding our sexuality. So welcome and let's get into the do's, the don'ts, and the how-tos whenever it comes to chatting about sex with our friends. Yeah. All right. So we have made a really fun list. I think it should be easy for everybody to follow along to, gives you some nice guidelines. I know I really appreciate having a guideline I can go off of. And so we have made some do's and some don'ts and also some how-tos for everybody. Mm-hmm. So Alana, any fun any fun things or any uh, any topics right off the bat that you can relate to whenever it comes to being a newlywed and chatting about or discovering how to go about chatting about your love life with your friends. Yeah. I mean, I I love this topic. I love that we're talking about this. This is something that I, you know, I feel like because we do what we do in this, talking about yeah. sex in other places just comes really naturally to an extent. I mean, maybe right. not, but um, like I find it enjoyable and I find it um, fun and interesting and exciting And so for me, when, I don't know, I remember coming back from somewhere with a friend and I was in her vehicle and I had just shared briefly that like, yeah, man, like we had just moved into our new house and, you know, I think Jeff was switching jobs at the time maybe, or maybe that was before that. But, Mm. um, you know, we were really busy with moving, things like that. I was like, it's been like so many weeks since like Jeff and I had been intimate and she's like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad you're talking about this. She was like, because then she like opened up and shared other <laughs> things too. It was like, she was just waiting for that permission almost, right? For someone to just start the right. conversation to then, oh, this is okay. Mm-hmm. We talk about this. Okay, then perfect. Let's talk about it. And she was just like so excited. So I don't know. I feel like to start off just to know that, and I think we've said it before in other episodes, but you know, someone's always waiting for someone else to go first. And so right. if you're in that room with your group of girlfriends and, you know, you have these lingering thoughts you'd love to chat about with them, but you're like, I'd love it if someone else would just bring it up, know that maybe they're feeling <laughs> the same way. And so just take that step of faith and take the step and, and start that conversation. But 
going to more into what <laughs> what we actually have planned here. So <laughs> that was kind of my own like sidebar. <laughs> but um, so the do's and the don'ts. <laughs> One of the do's that I love. So do discuss with your spouse what they feel comfortable with you sharing. So, you know, yes. maybe you've you know, chatted about it with your spouse and you, they're all for you talking about, um, you know, different positions, getting some tips on, you know, different angles or positions, fun new things to try, whatever. But maybe they're like, okay, but, you know, there's a couple no-go zones and that's like, you know, right. um, short or like duration, you know, penis size, <laughs> premature ejaculation, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Subjects that are really sensitive and private, be mm-hmm. really aware right. of them and keep them sensitive and private. You know, there's parts of your sex yeah. life that not everyone needs to know. And I think that's a beautiful thing. This is a really intimate thing to, you know, with you and your spouse. So leave some secrecy to it and some, you know, just things that are yeah. for you and your your husband or your wife, whatever, um, to know together that you don't share. But make sure you discuss it first and be like, if I was to bring this up in conversation with my friends, <laughs> what's what's cool, what's not cool? Like, tell me. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that's a good conversation. I think that's really great. And I know I know I've put my foot in my mouth a few times um, because I was really young whenever we got married. And our, of course, whenever we would get together with friends, they were all older. They had been married a few years. And so I thought, okay, well, nothing's off limits with these girls. <laughs> and so I would open up about everything and then I'd come back. And I'd be talking to Josh about, well, what'd you guys do tonight? And I'd be like, oh, we talked about this and this. And he'd be like, wait, what did you tell them about this? <laughs> and I would tell him and he'd be like, oh my goodness, you told them that? And so then he would feel embarrassed yeah. the next time that we were around them because he would know that they knew these things. Yeah. And so it's really, I think that's really good to keep in mind that it's not just you you're talking about. It also impacts your yeah. spouse. So uh, just get that green light beforehand. I think that's a super good tip. All right. So another do is ensure you are in a private setting where you are free to talk because be careful little ears (laughs) what you hear if you've got little ones running around (laughs) or if your best friend just happens to be the pastor's wife and you got your pastor in the kitchen making a sandwich while you're telling these stories. It might make Sunday morning kind of uncomfortable (laughs) if your husband knows that (laughs) you are just divulging all these juicy details. And whenever you're shaking your pastor, the great sermon pastor, and he's looking at you with those eyes like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. It can make for a very awkward, (laughs) very awkward situation. So be really mindful about who is within earshot of those Mm -hmm. delicate conversations. Yeah. And I think that goes with what you had said earlier is to be make sure you're around trusted friends. Like if you're around people who you know have loose lips or things like that and you're like, well, right. this is private information that, you know, just my trusted friends, I like maybe I should save it for when it's just me and, you know, these two friends or whatever versus this big group of people who maybe I don't actually know everybody as well as I would like right. to rate. Like I think there's keeping that in mind too. Um just because Very wise people are there days. doesn't mean they need to know the yeah. nitty gritties. So <laughs> be really super mindful. Exactly. Of that. Totally. Another do is to make it conversational. Don't just, I mean, it'd be really awkward to just be the one talking about your sex life and not 
hearing anyone else adding input or <laughs> feedback. So right, but being little open, give and take, <laughs> totally being open to like hear feedback and and be like, hey, like mm. I just haven't been able to have, you know reach orgasm or whatever. What positions do you like? Those of you who do have an orgasm, what kind of positions do you like using the best? Things like that, where it's like you're asking a question and people get to um, put in their own two cents. So make it conversational. That's so good. And then going right into what you just briefly covered, which is choose your company wisely. Because like you said, you might have a friend who loves to tell you what everybody else is doing. So maybe take a beat to say, is this the safest person for me to divulge this information um, with? And you want to also make sure because it's not just that they might go around spreading the same what you guys have talked about in secrecy or in privacy, but also make sure that they are coming from maybe like the same belief background as you are. Um, you don't want some, you don't want to sit down with somebody and say, man, I'm, I'm struggling with arousal or I thought I was going to have such an easier time getting in the mood and I need to like, what, what have you found helps you? And if someone's right. going to suggest pornography or something like that, it's going to be like, okay, this is a wasted conversation because we're just not on the same page. Yes. So having it somebody that you feel like is a trusted person who is going to believe the same way you believe and uphold the same values that you do is very important. And so I also wanted to include a scripture here, which is Psalm 1, verses 1 through 6. And it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on this law, he meditates day and night. Mm. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season. And its leaf does not wither. And in all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. So I just love that scripture because it's all about keeping good company. Yeah. Do not seek counsel from people who do not align with your views. And it's so important because we want to be that tree planted by the river. We want, yeah. you know, that that analogy mm. pours into and speaks to every single area of life. Yeah. Like we want to be a tree planted by the river with roots that go deep, that prospers in every season, whenever it comes to finances, whenever it comes to our marriage, whenever it comes to dealing with our children, yeah. everything. And so of course this can apply sexually. We don't want to go through seasons where we feel like we're withered and dried up and dying. We don't want to go through a winter season. And so no. we want to be that tree planted by the river. So choose your company wisely. Don't take your counsel from somebody who's coming from a place that they don't value what God says about the subject of sexuality. Amen. That's good. So <laughs> let's swap here. Let's switch into the don'ts. So here's some, some yeah. things maybe don't. So don't convince yourself that you and your spouse are the only ones going through issues. This is a big one. This is like oh, you had mentioned goodness. earlier. That Hallelujah. Shame, right? <laughs> the shame that's holding you back yeah. from sharing this thing because, oh my goodness, no, of course I'm the only one who probably doesn't reach an orgasm or I'm the only one who can't have multiple orgasms or I'm the only one who struggles with arousal with my husband. You know, there's things like that. You are not. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> working out this, you know, intimacy with your spouse during different seasons of life, how often you're having it, when you're having it, whatever. It just varies all the time. And so 
you you're not the only one, even though it feels like it. And it's kind of scary and overwhelming to just think of, you know, sharing your heart on these things. And you're like, but what if they're judging me? Mm-hmm. People have been right. through way more than you know. And so, um, right. yeah. So, yep. They always kind of have- that don't look at their highlight reel and think that totally that that's all that they have going on. <laughs> exactly. So easy that's to do. That's absolutely oh my goodness. true. Even for us, like I feel mm-hmm. like it'd be so easy for people to go, oh my goodness, like Alana and Rusty, they just probably have like the, you know, like the best sex lives ever and it's probably just so easy <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, no, like there's other things going on in our lives too, like, right? Like I just had surgery. Absolutely. I I can't yeah. be intimate right now. We're both postpartum mamas. Right? Like there's things going yeah. on that like – it's funny, like we're sharing this stuff and I can't even actually be intimate right now. But it's like, you know, there's right. seasons. Seasons come and go. So anyways, just mm-hmm. just know that. Yeah, I started this a- podcast right after. I mean, we both had yeah. really young babies. And whenever I told Josh, oh, I, like, can you believe that God did this? I'm, I'm going to join this podcast about uh, sexuality and the marriage bed and all about Christians and how it's okay to have an awesome sex life. And yeah. he just kind of looked at me and laughed and he's like, we're literally having sex like the least frequently we have ever had right now. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but you know, it's just a season. I mean, it's, it's not normal for us right now. Yeah. We're just in an adjustment phase. And, yeah. but it was hilarious because I'm like, oh yeah, like guys, we are in the thick of it with you. Yeah. The whole point is to break that bondage that says you're in this alone. Nobody else is going through these things because it's simply not true. Everyone goes through ups and downs, highs and lows. Everybody does. It's not perfect for anybody. It's not perfect for us. It's not perfect for everybody else that you see on social media no. or in the church. No. Everybody's fighting. This is, I mean, this is an area where the devil loves to attack. So everybody's fighting to win this race here. Yeah. All right. Another don't, and that is don't make it a blame game. Mm. So don't put yourself in a situation where you're going to find yourself placing blame on your spouse. Um, Don't, uh, this just like, it like makes my heart cringe thinking about it. You want to steer clear of that. You want to steer clear of if you have friends who like to say, oh, well, yeah, my husband does this. I hate it. He does this. He always expects this. Uh. Like, nope. Like, do, 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 do. Redirect. Get out of that situation. It's like hazard yeah. light should be going off in your spirit. And it's like, this is not a God honoring conversation. Yeah. So um, maybe it is a situation where, you know, if, Maybe the other person has struggled with pornography or if they're going through a health issue, it could be easy to say, well, we were, we did have a great sex life until that person did this, Mm. but that's not going to help anything. It's not going to help anything. That just going to, is going to compound it with shame. And also if, if your spouse were to hear that you said that, that would be heartbreaking. And so we want to avoid that at all costs. So do not belittle your spouse, do not be around friends who start belittling their own spouses. Um, take charge, change conversation, and exit that as quickly as possible. Um, yeah, don't play the blame game. Yeah. Another one is don't be close-minded. Does oh, maybe mm. your friend is you know sharing a tip 
that something that really works for her and her husband or whatever, but it like totally makes you blush because it's something you've like never considered before or it's way <laughs> out in left field and you're like, oh my goodness, I could never. Don't write it off. <laughs> Hold on. Write it in. Take a second. Yeah. Bring it up with your spouse. Be like, hey, so one of my friends mentioned that they do this together. Let's talk about this. What do you yeah. think? Where Where are you at? So, I mean, if they're like, oh, no way. We could never have sex on a beach or we know whatever. I don't know what it would be. But, you know. Right. Um, but just to have – it's like another way to like bring conversation even into your marriage and, and you know, be like, hey, yeah. you know, this person suggested this. What do you think about this? They said this might help with this, you know. Yeah. But but keep your mind open. Even if I mean if it's something obviously that like unsettles yeah. your spirit, you know, like that's totally fine to to feel like, okay, no, I'm not actually comfortable right. with this. Or if there's a boundary your spouse has and they're <laughs> like, No, we've already talked about this and this is a no go boundary, that's totally fine. But just keep keep your mind open. You never know. You might surprise yourself. Yeah. This one totally makes me think of I don't know. <laughs> It's like whenever you have like the old ladies like in church who will come up to you and they'll say something like completely off kilter that just catches you and they'll be like, oh, honey, I kept my man satisfied for 60 years or whatever. And like those are they're the ones who are speaking up and you're just like, oh, heavens. okay, yes. (laughs) But like also like let that encourage you. It's like, that's awesome. Look at you. Go, grandma. Yeah. (laughs) Or you have like the mother-in-law. I have a really good friend whose mother-in-law is so open about that. Mm. And it's like it can be like really cringy sometimes thinking mm. like, oh, goodness, that's that's a lot of information. But who knows? I mean, maybe maybe she's got some good tips that every now and then like throwing it out there. You'd be like, that actually paid off a little bit for me to know that and for her to share that, even if it right. did make me blush. <laughs> yeah. Oh, OK. And another one. And this is a huge one. And I'm so glad that it's in here because I feel like so many people will instantly relate to that. But it is, do not succumb to the lie of comparison. So maybe you're coming back and um, you're coming back from your honeymoon and man, you just had a really rocky start. Things just did not go as planned. Maybe you couldn't even have penetrative sex. And you decide to sit down and have a chat with your friend and they start talking about, oh my goodness, I was nervous about that too. But man, once we got going, everything was just fireworks and it was so hot and awesome and he knew exactly what to do and I knew what to do for him. And you're sitting there thinking, okay, well, um, right. Well, now I feel crummy. I'm <laughs> lost here. I, yeah. yeah, I can't relate to any of that. Um, yeah. but We have to be very mindful of the fact that every marriage is different. Every person is different. There might be people out there who it's like they don't need to have certain buttons pushed for them to orgasm. Maybe their drive is so high and their passion and their excitement is so high right off the bat that it doesn't take anything for them to reach orgasm or they just have they just meld really well instantaneously. And sometimes that happens. But we know that. The fact of the matter is that most often, whenever you're new at this, it's going to take work. It's going to take the dedication to figuring out one another's bodies and feeling ashamed that something didn't go as right for you as you've seen in the media 
or you've heard from your friends, maybe your friends are only sharing their highlight reel because they themselves are uncomfortable talking about the flops that they've experienced. Totally. Yeah. But, you know, fact, it's just facts that this is such an intimate and a private thing that it can be embarrassing to number one, seek out help for it. And so most often we are all going into it completely clueless. <laughs> yeah. And we don't start off we don't start off walking as a as a baby. You don't walk without falling down, toppling over, all these types of things. And the same goes for any new skill that you're trying to master. You're yes. gonna mess up, you're gonna goof up, things are gonna <laughs> um not work out the way that you thought them, but it's so important to have like that lighthearted, like, okay, we can move on from this. We're going to learn, pick ourselves up and go on. So mm-hmm. everyone's situations are different and that is okay. Don't compare yourself to your friend who has a raging drive right. and is always in the mood. And <laughs> yeah, like, don't look at her and be like, what is wrong with me? Why don't I feel like that? Yeah, It's very easy to do that, but guys just... Don't don't allow yourself to go down that hole because that's a dark and dangerous place. Absolutely. And so lastly, for our do's and don'ts, don't think you're hopeless. That is a lie straight from the pit of hell, mm. my friends. So if you have been struggling, yes. just know you're in good company because we struggle too. Mm-hmm. And building this yep. life of, you know, a sex life with your spouse and developing you know, the little details of your intimate life, it takes work, it takes dedication, and it takes time. And that's like right. one of the most beautiful parts, I think, to me is that you have your entire life to be navigating this often tricky and, you know, um, difficult thing, beautiful mm. thing, but like it can be, um, I don't know, when you're in those weird pits where, you know, um, communications off. You've just kind of been like passing like ships in the night. You've been busy with work, things like that. And you can't just take the time to come together and figure out why things are out of sync. Um, it can be really easy to feel hopeless in that and be like, oh my gosh, our sex life is yeah. never going to get better. I could never, you know, try this position <laughs> she posted on hump day because, you know, we can't even do missionary right now. Right? <laughs> like, um, right. <laughs> but just know that when you do that work and you chat with friends and you get feedback and you pray over your marriage, over your sex life, it's so rewarding when, you know, the gears start turning yeah. properly and, you know, it works like a well-oiled machine as it should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> it's, there is so much hope. So please don't ever feel like you're hopeless because there is always hope. Yeah. Regardless of your situation, there is hope for you. Right. That's right. You only lose if you quit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, to end this off, we – Rusty made this beautiful list of – okay, so maybe you're like, okay, well, this is great. I know what to do, what not to do, but what are some ideas? What can we even talk about? What? How would I bring this up with my friends? What would I say? What are some, like, talking points <laughs> we could do, you know? So here is a little list. Um, we'll each share a couple and um, – So you just have some ideas of where you can go from here. It's kind of like the practical application part of it. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rusty, why don't you start us off? Okay. Will do. All right. So number one, be comfortable chatting about positions. Um, Hey, what worked for you? What didn't work for you? Oh my goodness. That one doesn't work for me either. Or 
you know, I had to do X, Y, Z to be able to do that position. That's totally good. That's a wonderful thing to share with one another. Um, goes along with then what worked and what didn't work. Yeah. Maybe there are times of the month. Maybe there are um, places if you wanted to, you know, talk about shower sex or making love outside and you are interested in those types of things and you know that your buddy has had success with that. So chat him up. Hey, what did you do to make sure that was successful? And how to build excitement. What did you do to get yourself in the mood? What did you do to get your spouse in the mood? Did you, do you have any tried and true tricks that really get them going? So those are a few. Um, Alana, how about a few for you? Yeah, I think um, some fun like date night ideas would be nice to talk about, you know, mm. talking about how to, you know, drop hints. Like if you are the one who's like, you know, trying to initiate sex, like how, what are some ways you could do about it? Some like fun, different ways. Even talking about, you know, being like the higher drive spouse or not, I think would be a fun thing to talk about because often, I know especially for women, they can often feel very alone if, and like something's wrong with yes. them if they're the higher drive spouse because they're like, oh my goodness, so mm -hmm. often it's the other way around, but actually it's me. And so just to talk about that with friends too, to know that maybe others around you are in the same boat as you, but you just didn't know. Um, yeah. Or how to even build up your spouse, you know, things to, how to encourage them, how to bring up trying new things, talking about that with your friends would be great. If you have any sort of like items you use in the bedroom that you love, like things you can just rave about, like if you have a certain lube you like or like a pillows, like sex pillows, or if you prop things a certain way, um, yeah. things like that. So there's a couple more. All right. And then we've also got your books. So books about intimacy. So we've got a couple that we have uh, suggested. For instance, we really like several of the things that are mentioned in The Great Sex Rescue by Sheila Ray Gregoire. Um, she's got some really amazing wisdom whenever it comes from just understanding the female side of intimacy and where there has been kind of a gap in understanding how we work. Um, and, but also just how important it is for us. But I love that you mentioned the, the drive difference because man, oh man, the amount of messages and comments that we get about, I thought there was something wrong with me because I was the higher drive and it's supposed to be my husband always bugging me for sex. And it's like, no, I want it so much more. And my husband's sitting there and I have to basically beg him or jump through all these hoops to be like, right. come on, don't you want to be intimate with me? Yeah. And it's so easy to feel rejected. And totally. so you guys are not alone there. Mm -mm. So Def, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is superb. Please do not be afraid to speak up about that. Yeah. Um, also, things that have helped you like be successful at reaching orgasm. We all need that help. We all need that friend in our lives that's like, hey, try this and yeah. you will not be dissatisfied. It's like we need more of us out there being comfortable sharing those types of things. Yeah. Um, and then it's also just really good to just be – I mean, whenever you're having a good conversation with your friends, it's fun to be lighthearted and laugh. You know, you can you can talk about the things that surprised you in a good way. And you can also talk about the things that maybe caught you off guard that you were not expecting as long as they don't cross that barrier of right. <laughs> what your spouse has said. Hey, yeah. steer clear of this one. <sighs> like if they did something that surprised you in not so good of a way and you'd be like, listen, I need to chat about this. Right. If, it was, if it's going to embarrass your spouse, then steer clear of it. But there's lots of things. And 
lots of funny stories and things like that that we can share that are really great about just opening up and um, making it feel like a free and safe space yeah. to chat whatever you need to chat about. So, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think that was a beautiful list. I think it's nice. There's there's so many things that you can talk about. It's just sometimes in the moment, I know it can be like, uh, but what's okay? How do I do this? <laughs> like, what would I even tell them? What would I ask? Right? So I think just to be mindful of it and um, yeah. So all the power to you as you have these conversations with your trusted friends and um, we're excited to hear how it goes. Let us know. Um, yeah. Shoot us a message on Instagram. Be like, hey, I tried this thing and I talked with my friends and it was fantastic or whatever. And if you need somebody to talk to, shoot us a message. Be like, hey, what do you guys think about this? Or if there's any – like in what we've mentioned here, like topics to bring up and chat about, if there's anything you're like, hey, you guys should talk more about that, let us know too. Um, we'd love that. Yeah. But – blessings over you and your marriage as you have these conversations. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging with us today as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram. You can find our handle in the show notes alongside any resource links we mentioned in the show. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. We are so honored to walk this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.